Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. We are honored that you chose to spend time with us. Today we continue our Masterclass educational series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil. I am joined by my special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons. Since 1994, Danielle has served as full-body channel for Mother Mary, the ascended being who gave birth to Jesus, the Christ child, in her last lifetime. After our discussion, Danielle will allow Mother to come through and, in her distinct voice, share universal truths and lend guidance for the human journey. Danielle is the author of Mother Mary's Pathway to Love and has connected people worldwide with Mother's divine wisdom, love, and grace through best-selling courses, life-changing retreats, radio appearances, and online events to inspire individuals to awaken and expand their consciousness. To learn more and join Danielle's community, visit BelovedPublications.com. Visit SpiritualInsightsRadio.com to explore more divine transmissions and join the Spiritual Insights community by subscribing to my periodic newsletter so you can receive important announcements about the show. Everyone listening is encouraged to review the archives as far back as possible to absorb the valuable teachings offered. Today, Danielle Mother and I will continue our discussion about the impact that the coronavirus pandemic is having on our lives, emotions, and the future. Let's welcome Danielle back to the show, and we will begin. Welcome. Hi, Charlotte. It's so good to be here with you. All right. How are you holding up in this unique situation we find ourselves in, this global timeout? That's, that's a really great way to put it, uh, this global timeout. Uh, I have to say that the first few weeks uh, were, were okay because in many ways my life is, um, you know, I work from home, uh, I live in a really small town, uh, so I don't, you know, I don't have a huge life like out in the world uh, physically. And so I was doing okay, and then I really hit a wall, and I really struggled the last week. And I really believe it's because I finally was sort of being forced to slow down and really participate and feel the global reset, you know, that's going on, and having to get still and really really settle in to what is instead of uh you know talking to people about it and and being sort of busy around it and then all of a sudden it was like whew okay now the stillness is here and it was a little scary you know i have to say it was a little scary it just brought up some fears 
um, but I've really been working through them this week. A lot of writing, a lot of prayer and meditation with mother, and it's it's it just just shifted for me yesterday. Like just shifted. I really felt a huge surrender and a lot of peace. Um, mother did a class yesterday uh, evening for School of Love, and she talked about this one little bit which i'll get into later but it just changed everything for me it was like you know when you have that moment of like whoop, you just it just shifted <laughs> and everything yes it, oh it just it just i felt this this contentment and peace come over me it was glorious it was really awesome so something fell into place yes like, very much so and very clicked much. in good yeah and yourself how are you doing my dear Pretty much the same thing as you described. I am um, encountering situations that require lots of surrender. And I have to tell myself when I get frustrated, because it, it happens fairly often, but I hit an obstacle and I tell myself to be still, like you, like you were saying, the stillness, just be still with it. Because I'm ambitious. I like to get things done. And when I find that I can't do something either because everything's shut down and it's something that I need to go out and do and I can't because it's closed. So that's okay. Then what else can I accomplish? Then you go to the next thing. And there, so it's acceptance, surrender, acceptance, surrender. What I find myself, I'm trying not to do this, but that, that's my tendency is to kick myself in the rear is there was a lot I was working on and worked very hard to get it all done and planned to consolidate it. And then all of a sudden everything shut down. Mm. So that can't move forward. So again, it's surrender. My issue is about timing. I was trying to hurry up and get stuff done so that when change happens, I'm prepared. And then I don't have to go through that whirlwind of activity mm. to step into a new situation. I wanted to ease into it. That was my goal. I didn't, I didn't achieve that. So it's uh, frustrating. Mm. Um, and, and Jen, the question was posed to me yesterday uh, by Metatron. Number one, what are you feeling physically? Was one question that he asked recently. And it was, I feel a lot of pressure in my head and my neck. There's energy pushing on me. But he said, what are you most afraid of? And I, I, I said, I think it's lost that somehow this situation is going to make me suffer in some way, you know? And that's uh, fear of death, you know, just that fear of loss and death. And there's only so far you can go with that mm -hmm. and let your mind entertain it. Yeah. And you have to pull back and say, whatever's going to be is going to be. And I heard you in my head in one discussion that we had where we were like, yep, no matter what comes. So there's a lot coming. Yes. And I try to focus on previous topics, like really stay neutral. Don't be for or against anything. It's It can only lead to disappointment. Just really be in the moment. Be here now and just accept everything at face value. And 
make sure that you keep that inner dialogue as positive as possible. You know, and that's yeah. where I'm at with that. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and that's, you know, really leads me. It's so funny that Metatron talked about the physical because so right now we're in school of love. We're in the unit of um, the feeling body, right? Uh, being highly sensitive, empath, psychic, and also, uh, you know, how the, how all that, sort of energy bombardment or overstimulus, how it affects your physical body. And mother talked last night, it really, this is a big part of what helps so much. You know, she was like, if you are not sick, if no one you know and love is not sick from this virus, if you have not lost your job due to the virus or, you know, whatever, what, what are you afraid of? Why are you afraid and oh. and I was thinking wow you know she's right I don't I don't in this moment I don't have anything to be sad about I don't have anything to be afraid of right. um, I, you know I, no one's fired me because I work for myself and so you know, I still have a job and I know that I'm very fortunate but she said um, you need to remember because this is really what the unit is about when you're so sensitive when you're highly sensitive you need to remember that you may not just be feeling your fear you may be subjecting yourself or opening yourself to a lot of other people's fear and a lot of other people's sadness and she said you know feeling sad for other people who genuinely have a reason to be sad, maybe they've already lost a loved one, or maybe um, they can't go and see their loved one because they're in a home that doesn't allow visitors now, or they're in the hospital and, and they're dying alone without their family. Not alone, because they have these phenomenal healthcare workers that are just over the top amazing heroes, um, but they don't have their family. What does it serve for you to be sad? That's their sadness. And when you start feeling sad because they're sad, it, and the way she said it, Charlotte, it was so impactful to me. She was like, that's kind of invasive because that's like their sadness and you're kind of stealing it from them. You're sort of kind of muscling in on their emotional experience with what they're going through with their direct family member. And she was like, it's not about you. So why are you borrowing their sadness? Why are you feeling sad? She said, you can feel compassion, but that's not the same as feeling sad. She was like, compassion is holding love and space for their sadness, but you don't have to feel that fear and sadness inside you. She's like, so if you don't have a direct reason to feel fear and sadness, why are you feeling them? And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I was like, no doubt. I, yeah, it was like, I feel like a lot of what I'm sort of succumbing to has been the collective fear and the collective sadness. And as an empath, I have to be really, really careful that I am not subjugating my mood 
my daily mood for someone else's mood and their energy. And it's not like they're trying to put it on me. Really, the problem is generally that I'm going out and I'm hooking in and I'm collecting it, you know, and it's like somehow I feel like I have to be sad because other people are sad or I have to be afraid because other people are afraid. Right. That's not true. You know, no. that's a, that's a, that's a story that I've just made up as part of my life. And that's just not true. Um, so I, she was talking about instead of going out and hooking into all that, she said, you're here to radiate love. She said, if you are one of those fortunate people who doesn't really, nothing's wrong right now. You're healthy. Your loved ones are healthy. You know, all of that you're here to radiate out love and joy and light. She said, just imagine that you are a beacon, that you're just there to radiate it all out and give it and give it and give it uh, because you're good. And so maybe someday when you're not good, when things, when, you know, terrible things happen in your life, when you have a reason to be afraid or sad, then other people, will radiate that love and joy so that you can remember who you really are, you know, so that you can remember the love, even while you're experiencing, you know, the sorrow or the fear, you know, depending on what your situation is. Right. And so it just, and then we did this great meditation and it just, it, it all just, it all just felt like it washed out of me. It was so fantastic. That's great. I liked the part about how it belongs to them, what came to my mind was that it, it's similar to an invasion of privacy. Yes. Crashing in on someone else's emotions like that. That's right. That's right. It is invasive. And when she says it like that, and of course, you know, she says this so lovingly and so kind, not like, oh, you're a terrible person. But it's like, hey, you know, get really think about what you're doing and yeah. consider what you're doing. That, um, you don't need to do that and you can let them have it and that's sacred you're yes. not abandoning them you're just not, you're not saying off oh, you know you're you're i'm not paying attention to you at all you're there for them you're compassionate you're holding love but you're not trying to be a part of something that you're you're not you know you're not part that's, of that's what i was thinking that it's an impulse to not be left out of something Oh, that's good. Yeah, Charlotte. Do not that's be left good. out. Yep. Yep. I don't want to miss out. Mm, mm, mm. Like there's a part of the mind that doesn't want to be on the outside looking in. They want to be in it. Right. However briefly or minimally, but there's that exclusion factor. Interesting. Um, I ran into that as this got bigger, as it started to swell, and we really started to see the gravity of the situation. It wasn't until, because I'm pretty balanced when it comes to death um, in terms of what it is, that it, it's a transition. This is not home. Right. You know. um, I'm, I'm pretty good with that. It got to me when I learned that a baby younger than the age of one passed from the coronavirus. Mm. That's when it got to me. Mm -hmm. and I and I kind of this is where I said it yesterday it's like my heart went out to them and when it was time to bring it back it brought their sadness with it yeah and that sadness infected me 
So I had yes. to clear it all out and then I had to yeah. unplug and say, don't do that again. Yeah. That's theirs. And I, I learned this lesson the hard way with uh, mother's admonition to me to stop trying to be of service to everyone at the hospital. When my husband was in there a couple of years ago now, she yeah. says, she said, stop, <laughs> stop <laughs> trying to be of service. I was confused at first. I was like, I don't know if that's something I can help, but you can. And so, so then yes, just stand still, be still and radiate that love and compassion for what everybody's going through. We don't even need labels for it. No, no. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it's not, it's not about not being of service. It's about changing your idea of service, mm -hmm. right? So it's not a service for you to bring back the sadness of that infant's family. You know, that's not serving them and it's certainly not serving you. Right. But to stand and hold love and compassion for that family and the baby that passed, that is service. And, yeah. and that does benefit both them and you. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a very different kind of service, you know, or the, or the perception of, of service. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had to remind myself um, that, even for the baby because they kept, and I guess I, I believed it. They kept saying that it, and it's all guesswork really at this point, yeah. so look at it and see to try to come up with a trend. They were saying it only affects the elderly with underlying health conditions. So when that happened, it was like, Oh no, you know, that's, that pretty much includes everybody. And I had to remind myself that every single soul who, uh, is to transition in this had that planned ahead of time. Yeah. So that's my big comforter that the soul knows what it's doing. Yeah. And though, and it's funny the people that have, well, not funny, but the people that have passed, I, I have not gotten, that was not where my sadness got hooked in. It was with the families of the people who couldn't be with their family members who are dying. Yeah. Uh, or who might die, who are very, very sick, like in the ICU, and they can't, they can't be with them. And I think that is, that's where it hooked me, um, because I, I have a strong sense that the people that are passing, regardless of their age, their souls are really, really here to help us anchor a change, to anchor light in a way that I don't think we've seen on this planet in a, in a very long time. And so it's, you know, this, this, um, there's a common thread because it's, I mean, when it's all said and done, most likely, of course, if you added up all the other causes of death throughout the world, it would far outweigh the people that are going to die from the coronavirus. But there's a solidarity and a, un and a unity here. There's an energy that's, that's really moving right now in our collective and so all those souls who choose to transition now with the coronavirus um i there it's big service like it i i don't Huge. even i don't i'm not a medium so i don't really know a lot about this but even i'm feeling which i don't normally feel that kind of stuff even i'm feeling big global kind of planetary changes as a result of this and the people that are dying they are playing a huge role. Yes. In this energy shift. Um, it's really, it feels really powerful to me. It's a huge service to humanity. Yeah. 
Um, two things I want to mention. A few minutes ago, actually, I was looking off to the side. When you were saying how stand, stand there and radiate love out, when you were saying those words, I kind of got a visual of energy waves working in harmony and oh, undulating nice. and flowing in and flowing, like just almost indescribable, but it was undulating waves of energy and there was love and compassion and uh, the pain and the fear and the grief and it was all mingled, but there was such love moving it. It's really interesting visual. Um, the second thing was it was said out loud that this has never happened on the planet before. That's how big this is. So I've been trying to really pay attention and participate in my own unique way. I also have no reason to be in a panic for any reason. Um, so, so no, I'm, I'm kind of doing my own thing and that's where it's at. But yeah, I did, I do spend a lot of time thinking about the planet itself, Mother Earth, my relationship to her. I think she's speaking to us all in a very deliberate and clear voice. And she's saying, pay attention to me. Yeah. Pay attention to me and remember mm. that you were my guest and not the other way around. <laughs> well said, Charlotte. Well said, yes. That we are guests in her home. <laughs> Yeah. And and not my masters that's is what right. the little passage said. And I was just Absolutely. I was like, wow, that's great. So yes, um it's fascinating. And again, um I'm enjoying the quiet. I don't know if we spoke about this, did we? No, we didn't, but yes. I this I hope this isn't like the third time everybody has to hear me say this, but when I sit on my back patio and I have a, there's a large yard that I can look out, look out onto and a big oak tree in the distance, really pretty, lots of green. It's so quiet. Mm -hmm. And for months, I have been praying, begging, stomping my foot, anything I could do, just saying, I can't concentrate. There's too much noise. Mm -hmm. I need quiet. I need silence. That's why coming to your retreat in October was so important for me because I got this... <laughs> be in silence for a bit yeah and there's uh the noticeable absence of heavy traffic mm -hmm. the sound of traffic and yeah. for at least three weeks now i haven't heard a single siren whoa no that's police huge. no fire engines no ambulances and it's funny it, it brings to mind that okay well what do the sirens tell you? Well, someone's being rushed to the hospital or someone committed a crime. Someone's misbehaving. Everybody's home. They're not out breaking and entering or, or getting into arguments. Everybody's home. And it's, it's just, it's amazing to see the stillness that, that just came down over everybody. And so my heart goes out that anybody's having a hard time with that stillness if you generally like a faster pace. So my, my prayers and, and blessings to everyone having a hard time sitting still and just basically evaluating their lives like we're being encouraged to do and see what, see what comes to your mind. And uh, also there, it, it, 
I have to share with you things that have been said in other segments. Everybody on the planet's getting a boost in psychic ability. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. And mother said, your body's going to be talking to you in a much louder, clearer voice. So there is a lot happening for each individual. Try to focus on these things. If, if that's something within your, your um, wheelhouse to really pay attention to. Well, we're being That's given it. the tools to, uh, to find clarity. You know, if, if, if this is truly a global reset, if we are really being given the opportunity to move ahead in a different way, then I, it's my belief that when we're given opportunities, we're given all the tools that we need to navigate that opportunity, to yes. really embrace it, to uh, find our place in it, uh, what might need to change, how could we do things differently to really impact um, our lives and the lives of the people around us. And um, it's, it is very inspiring when you, I've been online and looking at um, news sites that are all dedicated to good news. Oh. And uh, they're yeah. so wonderful. <laughs> they're just so wonderful. Um, and it's, a, it's very similar to what happened after 9-11. You know, that's, that this whole, you know, people. Unity. Gosh, so much unity and doing yeah. extraordinary things for other people. But to have it on a global level is something new. In my lifetime, we've never... You know, I guess World War II was probably the last time that everyone, you know, came together in that sort of way. But this is what's so different is everyone, there is no us versus them. You know, there is no allies and the axis of evil or whatever. You know, there's, there is only us as a people and it's affecting almost i haven't looked at the map in a week or so but almost every country you know on the planet and that is something you know it's extraordinary yeah so we are all united in this particular energy right now no matter how people are dealing with it or how the countries or their governments or their governors or whatever are telling people to deal with that matters, of course, but in the, if you go under that, if you go deeper, you know, we are experiencing a level of solidarity that I've, I've never known in, in my lifetime, and I don't Absolutely. know anyone else has ever had in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can only add that over the years, I've made some pretty interesting connections online. Last week, I met up with someone who was in Italy, Northern Italy, mm. and lived alone, I believe. And it was two o'clock in the morning and they couldn't fall asleep. They weren't sleepy. I said, well, how about if I keep you company till you get sleepy? So we talked back and forth for a couple hours. You know, use the translator where I had to. And yeah, I know, I know very little Italian, but you know, I got, I got in the, the words that I knew. And I just kept her company. I said, how are you feeling? Now? She said, oh, better. I think I can close my eyes now. I said, all right, you take care. So I just walked away feeling um, really 100% connected to the feeling of this. You know yes. what I mean? It, it, I felt a really good connection to the process itself, not just 
the people that it's affecting, but that, that actual process and that shift. So that felt good. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So my dear, shall we uh, bring mother through and see what she has to say about all this? Yes. She mentioned she wanted to talk about fear and the unknown, which is ooh, really big. Yeah, <laughs> kind of big. The unknown. Exactly. Exactly. That is a tough one. I just try to keep myself focused on what's in front of me. That's right. That's yeah. all I that's all I've got. Let's see what mother has to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's all I've got in my toolbox. Don't probably not at it. probably not so far from uh yeah, from uh, what <laughs> All right, and I'll see you when you come back. All right, my love. Hold on just a second. <clears throat> Hmm. Hello, beloved one. Hello, mother. Welcome. Thank you, my dear. It is wonderful to be here with you today and all your listeners as well. Hmm? Mm. Yes, indeed. So today I wanted to focus primarily on fear of the unknown because this is the primary fear that is gripping your uh, collective at this time. And I'm going to introduce something maybe a little odd, all right, which isn't so far from my usual fare, um, but um, I'd like to shift some perspectives today. So when you have the fear of the unknown, I want you to start to think about that in a few different ways. So one, which is what people focus on the most, is the fear that something terrible is going to happen, right? That you or someone you are very close to is going to become ill, and die because there is proof that that's happening to other people and you know as an individual and being part of the collective you know that that's a possibility for you your loved ones right so having that fear is normal and very understandable but then there is the fear of the unknown that something really great might happen. And 
these two things are not mutually exclusive. They are very much a part of how shadow and light work as one. Right? Right. So it might seem that uh, someone getting ill and someone dying, uh, that would feel like the negative, the painful, the shadow side. And then the fear that something great might happen, you think, well, that should feel like a good thing. Why is that fear? Because when it comes to a global experience, for something really positive, and I don't just mean people doing kind things for each other right now, but for this to have a big positive effect, some things are going to have to change. And I am here today to let you all know that whether you fear it or not, things are already changing. And you don't know what those changes are going to look like. You don't know what those changes are going to feel like. And so that fear of the unknown, even if the outcome ultimately is positive, it's going to involve change. And each and every one of you knows that change is a mixed experience. Yes. Oftentimes you have to let go of um, certain parts of shadow in order to allow more light in. But those shadow parts are old friends. They are very familiar. It's how you may have done things a certain way your whole life. They are built into the fabric or the routine of your life. And now that this routine of yours has been disrupted, for those of you that are answering the call of your health officials around the world, you have voluntarily disrupted your routine, right? in order to help save other people's lives, uh, not to overwhelm your medical systems, all of that, people are saying, yes, we will do our part. But there's this underlying feeling that, well, it's only going to be for a little while. And then we're going to get right back to living life the way we've always done it. And yes, we might have a financial recession but we've had those in the past and we know how to work through them. this is very different this is very different this is not something that any of you have experienced before because people are in charge of the healthcare system people are in charge of the financial systems you are in charge of deciding where you work and uh, how you, what you eat and where you live, right? But right. now what's happening is that nature is in charge. Yes. Right? 
Mother Earth is exerting herself in a particular way that is not demanding change because she doesn't have to demand anything. She simply decides that things are going to change and then they do. Right? Okay. So you are in the midst of a change that you have absolutely no control over. Absolutely. So that is generating a lot of fear. Understandable, but for your listeners, beloved, I'm here to tell you, don't hook into unhealthy fear. So there's healthy fear and there's unhealthy fear, right? Healthy yes. fear says, wash your hands, cover your face if you have uh, immune problems, um, stay six feet apart, shelter in place, right? That's uh, frightening because you're changing your routine, but you are taking action, action that is not silly or crazy you're taking just good logical action right unhealthy fear is staying hooked into i'm going to get sick my loved ones are going to get sick i'm going to die my loved ones are going to die that's that unhealthy fear and it will drive you to self-punishment to making decisions based on unhealthy fear that will generate more unhealthy fear, put you into situations that are painful and that perpetuate suffering. So this is a time in your life, all of you that choose a spiritual path, that choose to hold the light, this is your time. Quite literally, this is your time. This is the time you have been preparing for, you've been studying for, you've been working in your own inner life to make room for light so that you can hold it right here, right now. Because the changes that are happening, they do not have to cause you suffering. They might cause you pain. You might lose your job. You might lose things on the outside. But if you are holding the light, You will only lose, number one, those in your life that have their own evolution. Their life and death is not dependent on you. Their death might affect you, of course, but they have their own journey. And you don't decide what that journey is, when it begins, when it ends. That is between their soul and the divine only. Yes. Right? So you might lose things 
uh, in the outer world, like a job, like some money for a time. But this is given to you so that in your pause, you get to step up and hold that light. If you feel yourself to be a light worker, now's the time, right? Not to just talk about it, not to um, just call yourself a light worker, but to actually be that light worker. So what are the healthcare workers doing? Well, they're showing up to their job. They're working long hours. They are putting conscious effort into helping people stay healthy to recover from this illness. And let's not forget all the other reasons people are in the hospital. Right? There's a lot of other illnesses and problems going on, yes. not just this virus. Right? Mm -hmm. So if you identify as a light worker, it's time to work. So what is your job description right now? If you could spend one hour each day and you could break it up into two parts, 30 minutes each time, and you literally sit and first you open the channel of your being and let the light in to fill your whole being, your physical body, your consciousness, your whole energetic spiritual being. You fill yourself with light. And like the rays of the sun as they come through the clouds, let that light radiate from your being into the whole world. Not just humans, but the whole world. You are here as a light worker to serve Mother Earth, not exclusively the human race. That is not what the light is all about. The light doesn't belong to humans. Rather, humans belong to the light. Right? Just like the crocodiles and the stick bugs and the trees and the air, the oxygen you breathe, the soil under your feet, all of that, as I spoke last time I was here with all of you, that ecosystem of life, that's what you are pouring your light into. Why? Not so you can cure people of COVID-19, but so that you can support Mother Earth in the changes that she is enacting within the ecosystem. And those changes are going to affect not only humans, but the whole planet. Now, I'm not talking at all about Armageddon. I'm not talking about a nuclear winter. So please don't let your mind go in that direction. Mother Earth, Gaia, the divine, would like to see the human race rejoin the ecosystem because it's the only way that will support life on this planet. Right? So as a light worker, 
your job, your work, your purpose now is to bring down that light and radiate it out into nature, the whole ecosystem of which humans are only one part. Because these changes require stability and support if you all are going to get through them with sort of minimal damage. So now is the time for you to go to work, right? No more talking about it. Um, no more thinking, oh, I don't really have anything to offer because I haven't healed my inner life. No, no and no. You are here. You are conscious of love and light. You made a choice a long time ago that you wanted the path of love and light. So even there might be days where you feel like you're only uh, being a vessel for like a thimble full of light. That's enough. You do not have to be um, an avatar, right? And feel that you have the power to create earthquake. No, it is your intention and it is your action of saying, yes, I am here to serve right now. And because I'm a light worker, because I've done all this work, Maybe sewing masks might not be my way of helping out. Maybe you are someone who can do both. But your way of working, of contributing, is to be that vessel for the light. Call it in, bring it down, and channel it into the earth, into nature. Right? so that you can support the changes. That is practicing, even though there might be fear about those changes, that's practicing the healthy fear. Meaning okay. that you're not just running out and trying to do something and fix, 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 but you are saying, okay, the divine is calling me to step up and do my part shelter in place and hold the light and channel it into the world if you do this every day if all the light workers that are being called can do this every day you will make a profound difference not just for how smoothly you transition through these changes but how your loved ones transition and how you all transition globally. Okay. Now is the time for unity. Unity in love and light. And every time you sit down to do your work, to channel that light, imagine that you are holding hands with all the light workers all over the world, even if they don't call themselves that, 
all those that are devoted and open to love and to light. You know they are light workers, right? right. Even if they call themselves uh, Christians or Muslims or Jewish or mm -hmm. Buddhist or uh, Jain or uh, Hindu. Right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They are here to help you anchor love and light. Every prayer, every meditation, every moment of gratitude, that's what you are channeling into your being and down into the earth, up into the atmosphere, filling the natural world with light. Because the more you can consciously participate in the changes, the more you welcome the changes, even if you are afraid of them, the more you welcome them in. Celebrate these changes, even though you don't know what they're going to be how it's going to look, but you are a part of it. You are very much a part of it. So please listen to our call to you and answer that call, beloved ones. And don't let old feelings of uh, lack of self-worth or, oh, what do I have to offer? No, no. Let the healthcare workers inspire you. Right? They are showing up to work. So mm -hmm. please let yourself show up to work. Mm -hmm. I very much appreciate you giving me this opportunity to speak the call with words and through this body. You're so welcome. Thank you for this. You are always welcome, my love. And I want all of you to know that are listening that even the smallest bit of willingness on your part goes a long way. And I thank you for your service. Mm -hmm. I love you all. I love you. Namaste. Namaste, Mother. Hello. Hello. 
Wow. My. <laughs> I mean, we always say that when you come back, but <laughs> wow! <laughs> Ooh, man, that was—I uh, could feel that call. And, wow! Uh, I feel really grateful that I have. Uh, I have. Uh, she's given me something to to do, to participate in. I feel like okay, it's time to go to work. Yeah, there's something real, something palpable. And yeah. just and just trust. It was so reassuring that. So sitting down and doing that and visualizing that. It doesn't leave any room to doubt yourself. Know that it will work. Yeah. This is your job. Right. Right. Yep. Simple. Just simple. Simple is yep. always the best, right? It is, and and it goes to what you said just before Mother came through you know, that your, your toolbox is, you know, just staying in the moment. That is something that really keeps you in the moment. You know, when you're practicing holding that light, um, that is, you are right in the moment with, with the light. And, um, yes, that is a powerful, powerful practice for sure. Indeed. And, um, I don't know where I've seen this before, but the visual I got from it, was like picturing the globe and then pinpoints of light with lines connecting mm, all yeah. over. I just, I just, that's the visual I got. So that's what I'll go for. Um, yeah. There is also, I'm going to add this. There's something called a most benevolent outcome. Mm. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I love the sound of that. Yes. So for any of the listeners who would like this typed up, I'd be happy to send it to you if you contact me through the website. If you'd like to say a, a benevolent prayer for the most benevolent outcome, this is with regard to the coronavirus. This is for everyone. I ask any and all beings to protect and keep healthy all those exposed to the coronavirus and to bring back to full health all those infected with the virus. Thank you. For yourself, you can say, I request a most benevolent outcome to remain completely healthy and to be guided away from anyone who is ill. Thank you. Now, this one is something you can say out loud for your family, your friends, anyone. I ask any and all beings to keep my family and friends completely healthy and to be guided away from anyone who is ill. Thank you. And you can also adjust that to be more or less specific, however you want to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but those carry a lot of weight, those little prayers. So people can think along those lines. Just state that intention. Send it out. Yep, and stay positive with uh, those are very positive intentions and, and uh, positive visions. Um, and uh, yeah, that's 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 beautiful. I I, I will be sticking with my standard. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Thy, thy will, not mine, be done. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah, that's one yeah. of my bedrock ones. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, just because I know that, you know, that they know best and I, I don't know, you know, I don't, I don't know what is best for people. Um, and I, most of the time, I'm not even sure what's best for me, but you know, if I'm open to that, you know, if I right. stay, 
to what is, you know, my, what is best for me or how mother wants me to navigate a certain situation, then generally, uh, if I'm quiet enough, then, you know, I can, I can follow her guidance and things generally turn out pretty well in my life. I have to say, um, I have a, um, yeah, I have a pretty awesome life. So I'm very grateful for that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen a, a few of your outcomes. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a pleasure to cheer you on from the sidelines. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, and I, I, I have to say, I don't really put a lot of effort into it. I mean, it's, it's, it's the effort goes into just being open and willing. Um, but uh, generally what's asked of me doesn't really require that much effort. And things turn out really well uh, because I find that when I try to insert my will, what I want for myself or other people, um, I get really lost in that. that. That stirs up a lot of my, I can't, I have a hard time staying present in the moment. Yeah. You know, when, I'm, when I have some kind of an agenda for myself or other people, that's what either gets me pushed out in the future or in the past. And I don't, I don't, function very well uh, there. So um, I know that other people often are able to, to hold prayers like that and it doesn't, doesn't pull them out. You know, they don't get overwhelmed with that kind of stuff, but I, I just, for me, so for if anybody out there is similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's uh, different. I, yeah, it, yeah. Everybody's different. And I, I just don't do well with that because um I, you know, I'm, I'm also, because I'm coming from a place of recovering from low self-esteem and feeling right. like not enough, when I sort of get hooked into some kind of illusion of control, uh, uh, okay. then I, everything just kind of goes. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. But I know a lot of people don't have that same issue. Um, but for those of you that do, you may want to just stick with the light just show me what you want me to do i'll do it yeah, yeah exactly whatever's exactly. best it's, i'll go with that it's just so important to remind ourselves on a daily basis to not entertain the doom and gloom yes scenario yep. don't even entertain it you don't know how it's going to end like mother said yep. we don't know how it's going to end we don't know what it's going to look like and don't try our minds couldn't possibly match what they have in the works for us. That's right. And Every I just have a feeling it's going to be really awesome. I'm feeling, I don't know about you, Charlotte, but I, all these changes we talked about at the beginning of the show, I'm feeling really positive about them. I, I don't know why I don't have any like knowledge or future. I'm not, you know, psychic in that respect. And so I don't have any concrete like, oh, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. I just feel really positive yes. about the global changes. It's almost like that feeling of relief, like, oh my God, thank yes. God they're finally here. You know, it's yes, that, finally. That. Yeah. yeah. Like um like this ancient desire has finally arrived on the planet. Um, I get filled with so much excitement. And I you know, I almost feel bad saying this because everybody's you know, it might be home and miserable, or maybe you're hanging out and listening to Danielle and I talk and you're enjoying this, I would hope. But I get so filled with excitement that everything is going to be, it, it's a whole new world. 
It's a whole new world. And it's a whole new way of being. And I, and every little clue that we've gotten over the past couple of years sticks with me and just builds one upon the other. That's why I encourage everybody, go back into the archives. Yeah. Go absorb this so that you can feel this way too. And now that you're home and may have time on your hands, you could do that in extended increments. So that's right. Do it's it. Perfect time. But yes, that's that's how I feel. I get this um, this gigantic feeling of excitement, especially since I unplugged. And it's kind of like do your own thing. Yeah. And so that's where I'm at. That's and, what I'm trying to do too. I'm trying to be smart and follow the guidelines. And fill my days with positive, uh, you know, teachings and, um, yeah, just really filling myself with that positive uh, energy and uh, that love and light. Uh, and it's working really well for me. Um, yeah. You know, I, had a I had a rocky week last week, but that's what I use. That's the techniques. You know, I listen to really positive things. I, I watch positive things. I you know, I really spent time in writing and prayer and meditation and, and it works. It really works. It turned thing. It turned everything around for me. You know? Wonderful. That's yeah. good. I think um, one last point we can make is that when we hear mother say those words, that there are big changes coming, be open to the possibilities. Don't let that, that underlying fear of what if I don't like it? Right. Right. Yeah, what if I don't like it? Yeah. Um, be open, be a funnel, and just be open to the possibilities because what's going to happen for you will be perfect for you. Yeah. And sometimes when that happens, we don't realize it until afterwards. And then turn around and say, I put myself through that for what? Right. Try not to do that to ourselves this time. Just be open, yeah. neutral, accepting, and willing to go with that. And I think everybody will get through this in some way or another. Yeah, I think, and that's, and when she said, you know, this is our time. Yeah. That really struck me. That was, that was important for me to hear. Yeah. It's like, maybe we've been thought of as weird and woo woo and whatever, but, uh, you know, to join with all the people who, uh, regardless of their belief system, you know, holds love and light as a, as a, as a very uh, important part of their lives uh, to really join with everyone. It's like, yeah, these changes, I feel like we're sort of biologically as a highly sensitive person, empath and people are psychic and, you know, this is what we were born. This is what we were designed for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, absolutely. Of our bodies, of our sensitive, our energy fields, like we were designed for right now, you know, for this time. So I, that's that's exciting. It is. It's. I think the whole thing is fascinating. Yeah. Not everything about it is pleasant, but it no. is fascinating. Agreed. Yes. You know. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much, Danielle. Again, once again, for your time and your your beautiful thoughts. And I want to tell the listeners to visit belovedpublications.com to learn more about Danielle's community, to join, to be a part of it and uh, to grow with us. Uh, Thank this. you so much, Charlotte. I love being here with you and all your listeners. I so appreciate it. Mwah. Love yeah. you, honey. Thank you. All right, Danielle. All right, everybody. 
that's our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.